0: Well, you didn't have to stay up late to watch this yesterday. And as it turned out, after all the hype and all the money that they spent on the race and the early controversy, it turned out to be one of the races of the season. And uh, SEN's F1 expert, uh, Cam Duggan was watching it, no doubt. Host of the grid walk, uh, would have been plenty to talk about. Uh, Cameron, very good morning to you. After all the controversy, it turned out to be just one hell of a race, didn't it?
1: It was an absolute ripper of a race. But just before you, you mentioned that, having to uh, choose the couch or the bed for late night sport is is the staple of my sporting That's diet. Exactly being a right. Formula One fan. Yeah. So I'm used to I'm used to that. Uh, the strategies you got to run, and I finally got a treat being able to watch the race from five to seven p.m. yesterday, and we had a watch party on SEN across the entire network in Australia and New Zealand. And it was just it was a ripping race. I was struggling to concentrate on getting to ad breaks and things because I was just <laughs> engrossed in the action on track. I I, um, I was predicting early on, I did a bit with um, uh, SENQ and was saying Max Verstappen by how far? Well, it was Max Verstappen, but geez, he had to work for it.
0: Yes, well, some of my mates said when I asked, oh, how, how's that going? I was away doing something else. They said, oh, Verstappen's just running into everyone, He's <laughs> you know, working his way through the field, bumping everyone out of the way.
1: Well, what happened with Max Verstappen early on, so on the very first lap, he started on the dirty side of the track, and for the non-motorsport fans out there, it actually matters where the grip is off the start line because you want the bite on the tyre to get you down to turn one. So Max Verstappen was starting on the dirty side, got a good start, but then he pushed Charles Leclerc wide at turn one. That gave him a five-second penalty. That dropped him further back in the pack, and on his way back through, yeah, he did. He made contact with George Russell. He felt that George Russell turned in on him, did damage to his front wing, and it was, a, it was a really tough drive from Max Verstappen. And, and it's what you want to see from your champions. He hasn't really been pushed this year, but last night he was pushed and he rose to the top as he's done all year long.
0: So he has been a vocal critic. There's no doubt about that. Some of the things he said were just plain nasty, weren't they, this, this week about the Vegas Grand Prix? And this is a place where Liberty Media had spent, well, you know, depending on which reports you believe, anywhere between 700 and a $1 billion on it.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm adamant that it was about a billion dollars all up. If you add everything, that's, you know, adding in the, the, the tea biscuits and everything else into the uh, the bill as well. But uh, he won't be on their Christmas card list. I, I can't imagine. Max Verstappen, he, he, he told it how he, he sees it. He's Dutch. He's very blunt. What he was trying to say is, I do this to race. I don't do this to be a circus show. The yeah. reality for Max is, if you're just a, a racer in this modern era, it doesn't matter what sport you're in. If it's cricket, footy, if you're in soccer... It's entertainment now as well. You have to put on a show. You have to be engaging. And what Formula One wants, Stefano Domenicali, who's the CEO of Formula One, he has been very clear to all the Grand Prix around the world. On SEN earlier this year, we had the brand new CEO of the Grand Prix Corporation, Travis Old, on the show. And Travis said that he was briefed that every Grand Prix must feel and have the flavor of the country and city it's in. And if that wasn't Vegas, that race, the flavour, the feel, everything—I mean, they turned up to the podium in a Rolls Royce. It was ostentatious, but that is Las Vegas, and I—you I, know what—I'm all for it.
0: Yeah, no, I am as well. He's he, very strong words when he says I feel like a clown. You know, with the introduction of the drivers, you know, he's he's wanting the exposure of the drivers and the driver's skill. But not all the razzmatazz and stu- distractions that take the crowds away from the actual driving can't have both, can you?
1: No, you can't. But look, Max is Max is he's telling it exactly how he sees it. He just wants to race. There's nothing no. more to Max than the race car. So I understand his point, and I think the media's blown it all out of proportion. To be totally honest with you, and I'm, I'm going to have a bit of a crack at the English media here, and I know heels you wouldn't mind doing that as well at, uh, at times <laughs> over Go for over it. the journey, but. Uh, yeah, well, they they just they've tried to make the sport too English over the years, and it it's not it's a world championship; it's for the rest of the world. Americans are the way they are. Australians are the way we are. I think I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think the the English media have beaten this up because the that the English fans have been really upset with what's been going on in Vegas because okay. they don't think it's Formula One, uh, and so I think Max has been used as a bit of a a mouthpiece inadvertently on his behalf, but I think the English media and some of the English fans that don't like this element of the sport, which is, you know, the big showbiz and Bruce Buffer giving the big driver announcements, so I'm not going to put it on Max, but I will put it on the amplification of the message to suit other people's narratives. Okay,
0: all right, well, let's talk about the race itself. It turned out to be an absolute beauty, and some really good stuff from Oscar Piastri.
1: Oh, Oscar, what a drive. This, this guy couldn't get the McLaren to switch on during qualifying. But as we said at the top of our show, qualifying's one thing, racing's another when it came to Vegas and getting the tyres into that optimal window. The McLaren just wasn't able to do it over one lap. But over race distance, Oscar was, um, he rolled the dice on strategy. So he was running as high as P3. Uh, legitimately early in the race. He started on the hard compound tyre and wanted to run long. The strategy they ran needed a late race safety car to put him into contention of some decent points, but pure skill of the young driver from Melbourne got himself into 10th and the fastest lap of the race. So he ended up with two points, which is, Critically important for himself, he'll finish night finish nights in the championship. We've only got one race to go, but just yet again showed the maturity and level-headed nature of a of a, a rookie driver. It's incredible to think this is his first season in Formula yeah. One with the drives he continually puts in.
0: Yeah, we had Alan Jones on the show last week because, as we know, he won in uh, in Vegas. But oh uh, boy, he's got enormous wraps on this kid, and he just said he is a world champion in waiting.
1: Mm. He really is. But um, the other his teammate, unfortunately, it was a really dirty day for McLaren. Only the two points um, after Lando Norris had a very big crash yeah. at turn. Uh, sorry, lap four of the race, he actually nearly took out Oscar Piastri. If you go back and watch the replays, Oscar had just gone through the corner when Lando came flying behind him. Lando actually got taken to hospital last night. He's been released. He's okay now. Should be okay for Abu Dhabi. But that was a very big accident.
0: Mm. And the Ferraris were supposed to be quite suited as well, weren't they?
1: Yeah. Ferrari were legitimately quick. I think that was one that got away from them last night. And I really do feel for Charles Leclerc. He, uh, yet again, started from pole position, um, which he's done uh, quite a few times this year. He's had it five times he's been on pole position, but has not been able to convert any of them. In fact, the last 12 starts he's had from pole position, he has not been able Mm. to win the race. So that's, that's, that's the second longest streak of poles with no wins of any driver. You have to go back to Renier Anou way back in 79 to 82. Like, like Basically the last time we raced in Las Vegas where we saw that, uh, that record of um, poles without a win. So I, I think last night I got away from them. Um, if not for Max just being the brilliant driver he is, that was a Ferrari win. And for Charles Leclerc to get that pass done on Sergio Perez on the last lap, I think even the Ferrari team, if you go back to the, the footage, they were shocked that he able to get through. So um, great drive from Charles Leclerc. And, and also credit to Carlos Sainz, who worked his way back after the 10-grid the place penalty. He ended up in P6. So it was a great drive from Carlos Sainz.
0: Good stuff, Cameron. Really appreciate your time, mate. Mad, uh, mad Max, not so mad this morning, winning his 18th Grand Prix of the year. He's just uh, untouchable. Thank you, Cameron.
1: Thanks, guys.